Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 333, recorded live on Saturday, November 9th, 2013. And here are your hosts. The man is probably not going to see Thor today, Dave Play. Nope, Ender's Game instead. Ooh, and the man who's also uh, not going to want to... Well, I know how Ender's Game turns out, but I don't want to hear anything about Thor in case anybody decides to tell me. I don't want to hear Thor wins. Andy Lohai. Well, Thor, Thor always wins. wins because he's got that giant freaking hammer. Yeah, well, so th- Thor wins. <laughs> but I don't want to know how he wins. Like, I knew going he into the... his hammer. I knew going into Avengers, like, the Avengers are going to win. But I don't know how they're going to win. Really? With all the superhero movies of 2012 where the superhero had to, like, sacrifice themselves by exploding a giant bomb, you didn't know how Avengers was going to win? And No, wait. What other things for superhero movies were they? Batman. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. God damn it. That's a freaking trope now. Yeah. <sighs> but I am going to see it at some point. Just not now. Thor? Yeah. Why not? Well, I know Kate wants to see it, too. Okay. And she's so why busy. not go with Kate? Oh, she's busy today? Yeah. Oh, then no, you're not going to go see it today. I probably will, might go see Ender's Game on my own. I'll ask to ask Kate about that. Yay, Ender's Game. People are like, yeah, they're going to do an Ender's Game sequel, and I'm sitting there thinking, uh... You you don't know the story, do you? <laughs> no, you, you don't know the story at all, do you? No, I just... Because I was like, I mean, hey, they could. Ender's they Game could. is great. I read the book. I liked it. And then I'm like, oh, okay, what's the sequel? Something completely different. Well, so there's many sequels now because there's, there's the other story, which actually is not a bad story. It's just not what you expect from Ender's Game. Um, but there's also the Shadow series. Oh, so Beans series? Yeah, which is written very much like Ender's Game. Okay, so I might have to go read that. He's also planning on writing uh, Fleet School or something like that, mm-hmm. which is going to be Ender's Game after Ender's Game. Yep, but that's also, again, the Shadow series. Yeah. Oh, movies. Yeah, movies. Thor comes out today. Ender's Game came out last week. They announced the Star Wars Episode Seven release date. I'm trying to think of any other movie news. I mean, they released the Star Wars Episode Seven release date. Which is, what, 2015? December? December... December 18th, 2015. I'm tempted to ask for that day off. <laughs> like, we, we have a system for that where you can request days off very, very far in advance. One of my coworkers has, like, 2018. He has a week that he has already been approved to take off because he's going to drive down to Mexico to watch the solar eclipse. Ah. So I'm tempted to take off December 18th, maybe even, like, December 17th. Mm. But the last three were such a I know. It's that, that part of your body just goes, but wait, you remember what one. happened last time, right? Like, you tried this before. <laughs> God, I episode one the... was just so bad. Yeah, didn't we go see the third one together? Yep. And that the, the Darth Vader scene, we're just like, really? We cried. I mean, we didn't cry, but we wanted to cry, and not because it was so sad. Well, it was sad, but not for, you know, emotional reasons. It wasn't sad because of the way George Lucas wanted it to be sad. No, not at all. No, no, no. It was sad because it was so terrible, and because it was the destruction of this awesome and amazing franchise. 
Which is actually kind of funny because on the random topic list at some point, uh, we are going to get the random topic of who's the last time you actually watched a Star Wars movie. Couple but don't answer ago. that because it's a random topic. Too late. I didn't hear it, so it doesn't count. Yeah, well, you'll hear it when you go and listen to the show again. I don't listen to the show. Oh, you've stopped listening to the show? Yes, because I've actually fa- I found other podcasts that are more educational. Than us? For me, well, for me to listen to, like This Week in Radio Tech and Ham Nation and a bunch of other radio-based podcasts, mm-hmm. things that are a lot more technical that talk about, you know, like an FM exciter and that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, you hey, have no idea what an FM exciter is, do you? I have no clue. It's kind of like, um, okay, so FM, when you would take audio signals, turn them Andy. into RF signals. Andy. Yeah? Andy. If people want to know, they can they, go look up FM exciter. Okay. I don't think that's what they're here for. All right. Well, let's talk about topics then. And speaking of movies, it's the end of Blockbuster. Yeah. I thought they had ended a while ago, but evidently not. No, they had trimmed down. <clears throat> but now this one is they are uh, closing, closing all remaining retail stores. And they are also ending the uh, DVD by mail service, which we actually reviewed many, many moons ago. I mean, at this point, really good riddance. Yeah. Blockbuster is leaving. Well, that's okay. That's fine. (laughs) Between Netflix and Redbox, was there any question that that was going to happen? Now, my only problem that I've had with Mm -hmm. Amazon Instant, Netflix, Redbox, that sort of thing, it's the varying back catalog. That it changes? Well, A, that it changes, and B, that it seems to be incomplete compared to, you know, you, go to, you would go to a blockbuster, and it would just be, you know, shelves and shelves and shelves and shelves and shelves of movies. I dare say that Netflix has more movies than any blockbuster had available. What if there's a website out there that keeps track of how many movies Netflix has at any time? There's bound to be. How many movies are on Netflix? Like, if you search, if you, if you Google how many movies... Yeah. The suggested search is how many movies are on Netflix. Oh, so I'm guessing I'm not the first person to ask this question. Yep. Uh, doesn't look like it tells us. Womp womp. Why are there so many terrible movies on Netflix? How many movies <laughs> does Netflix have? Because they, Netflix can get them for cheap to uh, inflate their back catalog. Answer. Wow. What's your guess, Andy? Uh, 15,000. 75,000 plus. That's a lot of movies. That is a, that's a lot of movies, yeah. Well, uh, here's another website that says 3,000. Oh, that's some varying numbers. Yep. You can, we could have somewhere between 3,000 and 75,000. Yep. <laughs> um, that kind huh. of puts things, you know, uh, up in the air a little bit. Little, little bit. I think uh, the the seventy five thousand may have been counting like TV shows. Oh well, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. So it looks no. like three thousand movies. But it's it's just the it's also the fact that it's it's inconsistent. Was the fact where things used to be in the Netflix back catalog, but then well, licensing I mean, agreements happen. Yeah, it's, and it's, then it's the movie as they negotiate licensing. But even that happened with Blockbuster. True. They only have so much shelf space. Very true. Now, the real question is, why is Family Video still open? <laughs> that is an excellent question. Why do you have a I mean, Family Video nearby you? 
I have a family video around the corner for me. Do you still use it? Uh, we have every once in a while because it's like a buck fifty for a video. Oh, and they do have a, a rather extensive back catalog. I think there's one. No, they might have gone out of business. I'm trying to think where there's an where there's an actual like video rental place around us. You know, there's I'm no not blockbuster sure. anymore. There's no, no yeah, Hollywood there's the, video anymore. Let's consult Google Maps. I did see a, an amusing story about Blockbuster, which is that a guy in the UK had pre-ordered his PlayStation 4 through them. Oops. Oops. <laughs> uh, and at first they refused to refund him because they said, no, we're going bankrupt. We don't have to do cash returns. Well, that's just mean. It's like, who wants to buy 450 pounds, British pounds, of DVDs and music? Oh, wait, there is a family video over by us. So they do still exist. Well, yes, they exist. I told you there's one here. Well, no, just around here, there's one that still exists. Ah. Yeah, I searched for video rental. Redbox, 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 Blockbuster Express. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be disappearing. That's actually disappearing before all the stores are closing. Yep. I wonder how you'd be able to buy from them during their bankruptcy. From Blockbuster? Well, Blockbuster's DVD mail-in service. Because oh. they've got to get rid of those DVDs somehow. Throw them out. Wow, the, the, the top PS2 rentals. They still are renting PS2 games on this thing. This is ridiculous. And that's why they're going out of business. Oh, Blockbuster. Yep. So what else besides Blockbuster going broke and bankrupt and closing? I'm trying to think of something that's happier. Oh, happy news. Extra Life was uh, last weekend. Yeah, the the gaming for charity where people stay up for like 25 hours. Yes. $3.8 million had been raised for charity. Wow, good for them. Yeah, that's that's props, especially since somebody tried to DDoS the freaking website. That's just... Oh. Which is just stupid. Ah. I wonder and if they'll ever angry. figure out who that was. I hope they do, and I hope... Mm. <laughs> you hope what? That they, they put him in the, the stocks? Something. Throw away the key somewhere <laughs> where the other guy probably can't reach it. Probably can't reach it. Yes. Okay. Depends on how far you can actually chuck a key. It was a bad joke. And even when George, I heard George Carlin talk about it, that still was, it wasn't funny. Okay. Do you know George Carlin has his own uh, Sirius XM satellite radio channel? I mean, he doesn't. No, no, there's, an, there's a channel that's all just George Carlin shit. Yes, but it, he, that's not his channel. No, but it's... He's dead. I know. But speaking of back catalogs, you've got to have an extensive back catalog where people play nothing but you. for like 30 years. For 24 hours, yeah. Robin Williams could do that, and then people could finally realize how much jokes Robin Williams reuses year after year after year. Yeah, but they're still really funny. I know. Like, really funny. I know. It's, um, do you remember the time that he was on Inside the Actor's Studio? Nope. Oh, okay. So Robin Williams was on Inside the Actor's Studio. Yep. And uh, when the show starts up, there's actually um, Lipton is like standing in front of there explaining um, what had happened in the thing. He's like, yes, um, this show is going to be heavily edited, and we apologize for that. But the original recording session went for four hours. <laughs> that's that's amusing 
And on a side note, he's like, and to also point out, somebody had to go to the hospital because they had gotten a hernia from laughing, laughing too hard. so hard. <laughs> Ron Williams literally sent somebody to the hospital, the hospital because they were laughing so hard. I watched his uh, AMA on Twitter, not Twitter, Reddit. Yeah. It was really, really funny. And it's clear that his, his comedic personality is his personality and it just kind of it came through. Oh yeah, I remember when he was uh, following Lance Armstrong around on the tour to France, and like just random like cycling journalists would just start talking with him, and he would just go off on random things the entire time. And people are like, "But we want to talk about cycling." He's like, "No, we shall talk about French bread." <laughs> Why would you care about cycling? Let's talk about the food. <laughs> Delicious food here. So, Extra Life raises lots of money. Yes. For charity. Yes. A lot of that goes to Child's Play, doesn't it? Uh, no, the Extra Life goes to the Children's Miracle Hospital Network. Okay. So, same result, though. Yes. Children's Children. Hospitals getting money. Yes. Yay, Children's Hospitals. Woot. Yay, Pediatrics. was actually up at the uh, Grand Rapids Hospital, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, oh, wait, there's a go-kart around here somewhere. <laughs> is there yeah that's where it was uh, Walsh's yeah yep donated a go-kart to the Grand Rapids Children's Hospital I'm sitting there thinking like I wonder if it'd be weird I can't really roam around a hospital looking for this thing that would just seem a little odd I just pray that it's not shoved into some closet somewhere hopefully not because that would be a little ridiculous having an Xbox 360 not being used in a children's yep. hospital yep um, Microsoft. speaking of Xbox, yeah, got a couple Xbox topics. Where like would you the, like to start? Well, how about the fact that Target, man, if you were going to pre-order an Xbox One, evidently you should have done it from Target, because Target had a slight error and has started shipping them out. Oops. Oops. <laughs> it's like a week and a half before the release. Yeah. Oops. So a lot of news is coming out about the Xbox Ones because of this and because now it's available because people are getting it. Uh, there's one up on eBay for $10,000. Uh, that's the – no, I'm sorry. I think it – yeah, yeah. It was the, the bidding price was $900. The buy it now was $10,000. Um, the thing is people forget that this, this kind of requires you to connect to the internet. In fact, it has a day one patch that says, hey, you have to connect to the internet. Yeah, that's Microsoft was like, your Xbox is not really going to do much unless you connect to the internet on day one. You, you have to activate this. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be on day one. It can be on day three or four. It's just you won't be able to play it until you do this. Um, you, and, they actually and so asked the senior design, senior director of product management about... Um, what you could do with the Xbox One out of the box if you didn't connect to the internet? And his response was nothing. It's a paperweight. You need the day one update. Wow, that's... Which kind of sucks for this guy because he connected and patched and they banned his console. (laughs) Which, it's like, it's not my fault they target screwed up. No, but doesn't mean microsoft can, has to let you play but still if they ban him like permanently just because he got it early 
It probably be... won't be a perma ban. It's probably until release date. Probably. But yeah, that's oops. <laughs> wow, they already released. Oh, someone at Target is probably going to lose their job. Probably, but if it's probably out of somebody's distribution center, it's probably a guy making what eight bucks an hour. Yeah, probably. Yeah, makes you wonder if he, you know, started doing that maybe because he had pre-ordered one. <laughs> it's like, oh, ho, ho, I'll just start sending these out early, and then I'll have mine. Dumb shit. That would be actually the brilliant idea. You just start sending it out to everybody and throw yourself in the middle of the mix. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to get fired one way or the other. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Might as well go out with a bang. Yep. So other Microsoft news. Microsoft yes. is supposedly making $2 billion per year in revenue from Android patents. Just from Android patents. Just from Android patents. That's a lot of money. That is a whole lot of money. Wow. Yeah. Who's paying that? Like Samsung and LG and Google? My guess is, yeah, those guys. My guess is there's something in there with every Android device that somebody's got to pay Microsoft some money for something. Wow. Which adds up to $2 billion per year. That's all, that is so much money. Yeah. Which, um, what this article is getting at is the fact that um, if you remove... This money that Microsoft is getting, which they're just basically getting without doing anything. Mm -hmm. The entertainment and devices division of Microsoft, which handles, you know, Xbox, Windows phones and the Android royalty payments. um, Microsoft is probably losing two point five billion dollars in that division. That is also a lot of money. Yeah. So really, they're just losing to they're losing point five billion. Yeah. If you yeah, if you add in the Android payments again, they're only losing half a billion dollars. But if you removed the free money, they're losing a lot of money. Which of that two point five billion, two billion is supposedly attributed to the Xbox. Mm. Which I know you you would sell the console for a loss, but what else are they losing money on to make two lose two billion dollars on the Xbox? I mean, that includes their phone division. Also true, their silly silly phone division. Also includes the Surface division. <laughs> oh. There's a lot of things in that division that are not doing well. Yeah. Do, do I need to go on? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Losing so Oh. See, that's the problem, because on paper, it's like, oh, yeah, they're not doing too bad. And then you're like, well, if, you know, something happens no, to this. They're actually doing pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's, what's amusing is that they are now dependent on their competitor. Yeah. They are they dependent are, on Android. They're dependent on Android to earn money. The more Androids why, that sell, the better off they are. Yeah, which is why um, a Bloomberg report was talking about one of the uh, shortlisted guys for the Microsoft CEO position. Mm-hmm. Turns out there's uh, four of them now. Yep. Uh, just in case you're wondering. It's the guy from Nokia, the guy from Ford. I don't remember the other two. Uh, former Skype CTO Tony Bates and somebody from Microsoft who's Satya Nadella. Okay. Um, yeah, Nadella runs the company's cloud and enterprise business, and Bates is now responsible for Microsoft's business development. So two from Microsoft, one from Nokia, and one from Ford. So somebody was yep. chatting with the Nokia guy, and they uh, basically have gotten... Well, not chatting with the Nokia, but chatting with people about the Nokia guy. They think that... Um, if the Nokia guy gets the job, he will sell the Xbox division. Because it's losing money? Yes. 
Whoa. He would uh, shift the company's focus around its office productivity software and Windows platform. Whoa. He would refocus Microsoft to be just what you would think of as the original classic two Microsoft products, Microsoft Office and Windows. who, Who would buy that? I don't know. Sony can't. No, they can't buy the Xbox. That wouldn't know. Well, I mean, they, they would love to, I'm sure. Would EA be the one who would probably buy the Xbox if Microsoft was going to sell? EA won't go into hardware. Are you crazy? Who, who's big enough to handle that sort of cost? Because, we're, yeah, we're literally talking like operation costs in the billions. Right. How many companies are big enough to handle that? Well, there's would, two would big Apple ones that come it? to mind. Yeah, that's that's one up. That's one potential. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Apple buys Xbox from Microsoft. We call it the Apple Box, the Apple Crate. It looks like a trash can now. Too. I don't know if they'd they'd want it though. If Jobs were there, there'd be no choice. Like there'd be no chance to do it. None. But he's not there. No, so no, would he's Tim not. Cook go for that? It's hard to say. I'm actually not sure. Because it it's already a brand name. It's I don't know well what they known. would do with it. It, yeah. I don't know what they would do with it. And then Google's the other opportunity. Yeah, because yeah. Google has been delving into hardware more and more now, especially with the acquisition of yep. Motorola. And Google could potentially uh, insist that the patents come along with it. Oh. So if I'm on Google's board and I hear that this guy from Nokia is taking over Microsoft and wants to sell the entertainment division, which is what I use... For my stuff, my patents, or rather my, my products use their patents. I'd be, I'd be like, okay, I'm willing to give you more than what you're asking for, but I want the patents back. Right. Because it's stuff that my product depends on. Yep. Think about it this way. They're paying $2 billion a year for these patents. Well, it's not just so, Google, but it would... Right. But so you offer $4 billion, and in two years, you've made it back. Yeah. Now, the other thing that they were also talking about is uh, Microsoft would probably also sell Bing as well. Oh, that's not going to Google because antitrust. Yeah. I mean, is this guy also planning on laying off half the staff? I don't know. This is, like I said, this is all speculation. They're, nobody's actually talked to this guy. Because if you lay off, if you, if you get rid of your entertainment division, that's a huge number of people. Yeah, that's a lot of, lot of people. So what happens to them? Do they get absorbed into Microsoft Office? <laughs> you have hardware engineers. Next version of Microsoft Office comes with its own touchscreen tablet? I uh, don't think so. No. Well, so, let's put it this way. Nokia declined to comment to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, to the Bloomberg reporter and Microsoft... Uh, replied with, we appreciate Bloomberg's foray into fiction and look forward to future episodes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we, we do need to, to keep in mind this is all speculation. Yes. But it's always fun every once in a while to, get, to think about, okay, what would happen if this actually happened? Right, right. But Mike, it's, the, it's the like conclusions that, that we're coming to, Andy, is that it, it can't. No, it's very true. If you want to sell it, you have to sell it to someone. Yes. And no one's going to want to buy this. Yeah, the amount of people who could buy it are a handful, it's, and yeah, the amount of people who extremely would, limited. Yeah, and then you know why? What happens? Why would they to buy it? And why would they buy it? And I don't, I don't think that's going to happen then. No, 
Okay, what else? Uh, what else do we got going on here? Well, speaking Steve of Google... Hey, there's who could buy Microsoft's hardware and, and entertainment division. Hmm? No? Who? Valve. They could, but they currently are working on their... Well, no, they would... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the thought process you just heard aloud is what I went through about 30 seconds before that. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, wait, but... Oh, oh, oh. Hmm. I don't know that Valve has the capital to do that. Probably not. I don't know. What do you think? If they started a, like a Kickstarter or something? Uh, they dropped Andy, on Kickstarter? The, hey, we would like to buy some Xbox. Some of the, the most impressive Kickstarters have been for $26 million. True. You would need 100 times that. Yeah, that wouldn't work. At least. So are these Steam boxes actually being called Steam machines now? Steam Machines. That's Valve's official title. Which, in my head, I keep on hearing the longest yard, Mean Machine. Mean Machine. What? The Longest Yard. It's a movie. They did a remake with Adam Sandler. Okay. It's about a football player who goes to jail, and then it's it's a football game with the prisoners versus the guards. Okay. It's humorous. Why is there a football game between the prisoners and the guards? That seems like a very bad idea. Well, there's a, uh, the, uh... There's a f- prison staff football league. Yeah. And so the the uh, the the guards want to use the prisoners as like a warm-up game. Okay. I don't know. This still seems like a bad idea. Yeah, when it, it when you start to think about it, it kind of just it starts to fall apart, but Let's let's give these 11 guys on the other side who we are responsible for keeping them in prison and give them the opportunity to beat the shit out of us. Yeah, that's what like the first two plays of the football game are, is where everybody just goes to town. Right. Like this is a bad idea. Yeah. But I, it was an interesting movie. Okay. Anyway, so the steam machines. Yeah. It has been spotted. Well, not really in the wild since it was a posed picture, but the actual box has now been seen. Ooh. At least one box has been seen. True. There, there is Remember one. Remember, they said there, there are many iterations of the steam machine yes which we will find in january at ces yay i wonder if kyle's gonna go to ces it's in vegas isn't it yes granted with the amount of stuff that he's doing with google glass he might i don't know i'll have to ask him i want to go to ces well we all want to go to see who wouldn't want to go to ces people who don't like vegas or who don't like technology or who don't like technology. Or who don't like loud noises, because it's probably pretty loud on so the floor. So many loud noises. God, I, sometimes I thought PAX was bad enough, but when you got people who are demoing televisions and stereo systems. Yep. But the steam machine has been seen. The specs are pretty impressive, too. Oh, yeah. Which is why it would make sense for them to buy the Xbox, take all of those hardware engineers, and be like, here's a new box. Yeah, I, Have I that think Valve... I think it still actually doesn't make sense because Valve is a much smaller operation. Yeah, that it would take Valve's horizontal structure. And slaughter it. Yeah, and then Valve wouldn't be Valve anymore. It just wouldn't work. Right. So, no. Yeah. I love how um, in the Seattle Times, I think it was in the Seattle Times article, I'll have to double check this. I remember is one of the articles I was reading about this where they were talking about when they were making that weird controller. Mm-hmm. They created, like, the prototypes out of stuff they found in Gabe's garage. (laughs) Wow. 
Like, yeah, we were trying all these different iterations, and we just were pulling stuff out of Gabe's garage to try and mess with it to see what would work and what wouldn't work. Be like going to your parents' basement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, Mozilla. Yeah, remember how Mozilla said, "Hey, we're not going to uh, accept third-party cookies with the newer versions vaguely. of Firefox." Yeah, vaguely. Well, it doesn't really matter anymore because um, the patch that was going to be released uh, in Firefox version 22 has been halted. Oops. Yeah. How come? Well, people are wondering, hey, why Google, you're all adamant about saying, hey, no third-party cookies, no third-party cookies. And all of a sudden they're like, sorry, what did I say? Google. Ah, sorry, my bad. Mozilla was all about no cookies. Mm-hmm. But then they stopped, and people are like, well, it's probably the ad companies probably, you know, finally got to somebody at Mozilla who actually had some weight. Okay. Yeah, so the... Uh, Was it? Or do we well, not know? Nobody knows. No one... Oh, see, I thought the, the way you presented that was that, like, you knew and were about to share. No, sorry. People were speculating why the sudden change, and most people are saying they probably got lobbied by the ad companies because... Third That's party where cookies. Most of the third party cookies come from. Yeah. That's kind of sad and too bad. They sold out. Yeah. Okay. A staff technologist at the EFF said the ad industry has tons of people, basically lobbyists, who spent a lot of time trying to convince Mozilla that this was bad for the economy. I think they were somewhat successful. Yeah. Too bad. Yep. I still use Chrome anyway, though, so it doesn't really matter to me. Well, speaking of Chrome. Yeah. Google is going to block local Chrome extensions on Windows starting in January, Hmm. which means the only Chrome extensions that you can install on Chrome will come from the Chrome Web Store and nowhere else. Now, what about extensions that allow things like scripting? I'm not sure. I wonder if it's in their actual... So, like, Tamper Monkey. Uh, It does not say. It is very... um, Vague. Yeah. General. Development. If you're outside of the Chrome Web Store, you should migrate them as soon as possible. That's all they're saying. Why? Because supposedly there was a lot of bad apples where people were installing Chrome extensions that had malicious software attached to it. God damn it. Don't lock it down. Just teach your people to be smarter. It's like those toolbars that have the emoticons that everybody remembers from the start of the internet. Yeah, install this toolbar on your internet browser. Why is my computer so slow? (laughs) How many toolbars do you have? (laughs) Twelve. Well, that's an excellent question, though, about the the web store stuff that could actually allow scripting, because then you probably could get some of the stuff there that, you know, isn't really (laughs) Chrome web store friendly, quote unquote, through the scripts, maybe. Mm -hmm. Have you heard about Mohawk Games yet? Oh, the guy, uh, game company that started by the Civ 4 guys? Yep, uh, Civ 5. I thought it was 4. Both. Oh, it's both? Ooh. Lead designer on Civ 4, and then worked with Firaxis on Civ 5. Also, oh. someone from Stardock, who was the, the designer on Gal Civ. This is a group to watch out for. Very true. That's, that's, that's a lot of... Uh... That's a lot of experience in... in that style of gameplay. Yeah. People still play Galsiv. Well, Galsiv 2. Stardock just announced Galactic Civ 3. Our goal is to make games that will be played for years. Well, the, I, I, you guys have 
done that before. Yeah. How how many people still play Civ Four? How many people still play most of the Civ games? Right. What was that endless war in Civ Two? Yeah, but that was that. That's a special case. That was one guy. Yeah, you know it's still going on. I thought somebody had like finished it in fifty moves. Oh yeah, no, other people have, but he has not. <laughs> he didn't take their advice. He said, "I'm going to let it play out," and so it's still a three-way stalemate. Well, that's kind of funny. So, should we talk about BlizzCon? The giant orc in the room. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about the results of BlizzCon. Well, it's still going on as we are talking about this. Yes, so. but the, the, the major announcements have been made. Yes, yes, they have. So the likelihood that they're going to say, like, at the end, and oh, by the way, WoW is going free to play. Yeah, as everybody's getting ready to leave, it's like, oh, yeah, one more thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> StarCraft three, the next expansions, or StarCraft II's next expansion is announced, and World of Warcraft goes free to play, and Project Titan is released next year. Have a good day, everybody. What? <laughs> Wait, be, what? That'd be an amazing troll of everybody. Everybody gets there. They're just all hanging out for like a couple of days, and then all the big that, news gets dropped in the last three awesome. minutes. I mean, the only thing to top that would be like Gabe Newell walking out and be like, oh, and Half-Life 3 comes out on, on uh, Battle.net. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> good night, everybody. We need to clear out this room in ten minutes. <laughs> Wait, no, come back. Uh, what? <laughs> so what has been announced at BlizzCon? The new expansion for World of Warcraft. Okay, which, man, so see, they was... could not move away from pandas fast enough. I was going to say, is, please don't tell me it's more Kung Fu pandas. War- Warlords of Draenor. Oh, so we're going back to the orcs. We're going back to the orcs, and in fact... We're, it, it's interesting. I'm not sure how they're going to work this in story-wise, but they're going back to, like, pre-Warcraft Draenor. They're time-traveling? Really? They might be time-traveling. How is that supposed to work? I don't know. If literally, like, the, the level 100... God, level 100 Level now? 100, really? yep. They, they raised the cap to 100. Oh, jeez. Wait, highlights include boosting one character to level 90 and play immediately? Yep. So if well, I... If you, if you went and bought all of the expansions... Okay. So that you could play this... And I took Alo, who was stuck at level 60... You could boost him up to 90 and start playing. God, I feel like such an old man because kids these days... God, frickin'... Oh, they have it too easy. Yeah, here's a level 90 character. Now go... Really? I have days spent on him to get him to level 60. Now I can just jump 30 level... Freaking... Mm, I mean, and you could also just start a brand new hunter and get him up to level 90. Which probably would take about the same amount of time because, you no, know, No, I mean, key. like, with this boost. Oh. Well, that's also a little... Oh, whatever. <laughs> Turn off the crotchety old man. Okay. So there are new character models, which thank goodness, because WoW is definitely starting to show its age. I mean, it's like eight years old, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to show its age. So they're finally updating the character models, which is good. And actually, it's, it's a fairly impressive update. Let's see, which link is that? Andy linked to a list of links. <laughs> yes. Where is... 
Oh, Hearthstone goes down. open beta next month. That's kind of cool. Yeah, Hearth and uh, Android version's coming next year. Android version? Android version of Hearthstone. Hearthstone. Hearth. Oh, Hearth. Hearth. Yeah, they're, they're, there's a lot more detail in these models now. Yeah. It actually looks pretty decent. Why are they all naked? Well, that's how your character always starts out. When no, you're you creating your armor. character. You start with armor. Not a lot of armor, but you start with armor. Now these guys are just starting with a loincloth. I think it's to show off the entire body. Maybe. I just want to know if they're still going to be... What? So the the original characters had about 1,000 polygons. The new ones have 5,000 to 6,000 polygons. Dang it. They're making it look good. (laughs) Um, Did you also hear about the uh, garrisons? Yeah, what's up with this? I'm not exactly sure how this is going to work because you can build... It's player housing but not player housing. Well, you could build your own, like, settlement out in the Draenor lands, and you get non-player characters who join you in your garrison, city, slash, town, and you can, can send do them off. For you. What? Who do things for you. Yes. Like, gather resources, or yes. go on quests. Yes. And so the can I play WoW of... as just, like, a feudal lord? Yeah, you, you can rule your tiny little town, which I love that the fact that they can go on missions... And the missions continue while they're offline. So you could be, as well, while you're not playing WoW, still gathering resources in WoW. Wow. Yeah. Just WoW. It's definitely not what WoW used to be. No. No, it is not. All I just want to know how this is going to work, though. Because you decide in what zone to place it. You can move it. You can mount trophies in the town square. Well, Andy, there's one way to find out. I'm not going back into WoW. <laughs> then it will forever remain a mystery. It's probably some sort of quest instance or something, or dungeon instance, quote-unquote. Where Could be, could be. Because if you give everybody a frickin', like, couple of acres of land, how big is this place? Huge. Uh, Heroes of the Storm beta sign-up is open. Yeah, what is that? Uh, Dota with Blizzard IP. Okay. Did you sign up for it and not know what it is? Yes, yes, I did. Andy! <laughs> really? Yeah. It was really like, hey, beta opt-in. I'm like, okay. I don't know what it I'll is. I'll do we'll that. Out. Like, what did I just opt into? Having people come to your house and beat you up. <laughs> oh, I don't want to do that. Nope, you opted in. There's no exit. <laughs> you cannot opt out of the beating. It does not work. No, it's it's the... the um, Crap, what's it called? MOBA style, like League of Legends. Oh, so it's LOL, but... But with Warcraft IP. Hmm. So you could have a ghost playing next to an orc. Yes. And it's actually supposed to be like the heroes. So not just a ghost, but Nova from StarCraft Ghost and StarCraft Two playing next to Thrall. Huh. Well, that would be interesting. But let's see. My some specs. Yep, yep. Here's the storm. Pretty kick ass. Anything else from can... BlizzCon? Uh, let's see. So the new expansion, more raid changes. Da, 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 da. Raid finder again. Beta. Okay. No, that's pretty much it. So remember Making that Wii Mini that easier. was going to Canada? What? Remember that Wii Mini that was getting released in Canada? Yes. Ninety nine dollars. Yes. What were the limitations on that? Uh, no internet capabilities. 
Anything else? I don't remember off the top of my head. It's been a while. Okay. What but about it, it? It's coming to the U.S. Yay. Also for $99. Yay. It's pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cheap. Yeah, GameCube compatibility is out. No internet capabilities. Yep. Andy, why is Angry Birds Star Wars cost $30 on the Game Boy DS? 30 bucks? Yeah. That ain't right. No. No, no, that ain't right, no. $30. What the hell? I don't know. Okay. So I'm not sure if we talked about this last week. Did we talk about how the 38 million Adobe things had been compromised? Uh, we talked about the fact that Adobe had had, had their account breached. I don't know if we had mentioned that they had misreported the original number and that it's actually 38 million. And that it's also their uh, unencrypted passwords, not passwords, unencrypted password hints. (laughs) Well, to add fuel to the fire, the passwords were encrypted, but not hashed. I have no idea what that means, but I guess it's a bad thing because everybody is like, oh, my God. It means that you can, in theory, break the encryption. Well, that's not good because I checked my email. My email was on that 38 million. Yeah, so is mine. Yeah. You know who's laughing? Anybody who's pirated? Anyone who pirated Photoshop. (laughs) 38 million accounts. Damn. If somebody starts to hack those things, that'd be a great... Because, you know, every time, like, a website is hacked, sooner or later, the the list of all the most commonly used passwords gets released. Yep. Well, if you have, like, 38 million of them, it's going to be a pretty comprehensive list. Well, didn't you see the XKCD post about it? No, I missed that. Uh, Go to XKCD. Well, I... Go. This is relevant to your interests, Sandy. Let's see, going back. It's Uh, It's 1286. Ah, there we go. I don't get it. Read the top. Yeah, I know. I, I get that. I just don't know okay. how you would be so, able to. So the hints, the unencrypted hints are on the right. Yes. The encrypted passwords are on the left. But you'll notice a lot of those encryption strings are repeated. Okay. Well, that's because the way that they did this encryption, that whole idea of not hashed, if you encrypt the same word twice, it comes out with the same encryption. Oh, ooh. that's not good. So, because it's also block encryption, those first three all have the common start. It's a puzzle. Well, it's a puzzle I hope nobody solves. Yep. Because your password and password hint are in there. Stupid people and not using standard practices. Best practices. Best practices, sorry. Yep. Yep. Goddamn. Okay, what else do we have? Kindle. Um, What? The Kindle, Kindle. yes. Amazon wanted to uh, basically use independent bookstores as Kindle sellers. Yeah, and they were offering a a share of the profits from the first two years of the Kindle sale. Yes. People didn't like this? No. If you're running an independent bookstore, do you really want Amazon to come in with an e-book device? I mean, if I'm about to get a a portion of the sales for the next two years... A portion of the sales is 10% of... The Kindle sales. Do you know how much more money people spend through the Kindle than through a bookstore? Very true, as having both of us have Kindles. I'm not even sure the last time we... No, we were up north from the last time we actually bought actual physical books. Right. 
Actually, from an independent bookstore, too. Right. A lot of them are like, it's the devil. It's inviting hungry foxes into the hen house. Yeah, and these are people who don't necessarily understand what's going on. We make a little on the ebook purchase, but then lose them as a customer completely after two years. He has a point there. It's always new customers. Really? Yeah. Are you sure about that? Because my guess No, but is, you know what? They're going to go out of business anyway. <laughs> Why not try and make some money off of it at the time? Or save it? I don't know. I mean, I, I think that this was a, a good choice for Amazon to do. It's a difficult decision to make. I'm not sure which decision I would end up making. If I owned a bookstore, I'd have to do a lot of market research on this one. So it's interesting that there's there's such a, a powerful response to this, though, saying like, no, 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 this is terrible. Because I don't, I don't see it as being that awful. I like how in the article they're like, oh, one of the guys thought it would be a more favorable ebook deal with the publishers. And I'm sitting there thinking, have you read some of the deals with publishers recently? I have I not. Oh, God, it's the publishers who are setting that freaking thing with, like, the library saying, like, oh, you're only allowed to check out the ebook 20 times and you have to buy a new one for 70 bucks. That's so stupid. Yeah, it's, you're not going to get a better deal with the publishers. I'm sorry. It's like, honestly, your Amazon's big enough. They can fight the publishers. Right. Amazon can actually negotiate with the publishers. Yes, because they have enough oomph behind them. It's literally it's Goliath versus Goliath. Right. Giants fighting giants. Mm-hmm. There seems to be a lot of that in this podcast of just huge companies Duking fighting it out. other freaking huge companies and billions of dollars getting thrown around. Isn't it just disgusting? It hurts a little bit inside. Yep. <sighs> it's terrible. Mm-hmm. So a fun fact, last little yes. bit. Um, some people have figured out how to break bitcoins. I mean break bitcoins, like shatter them? No. Um, something with like the core protocol where uh, a minority group of miners, because you have to like mine the bitcoins, that stupid, uh-huh. yeah, can obtain revenues in excess of their quote unquote fair share and grow in numbers until they reach a majority. Because there's actually like a fundamental flaw that if you have over 50% of the miners all belonging to one group, they will get a majority of it. It throws the whole system out of whack if right. you have one group being okay. a majority of miners. So that one was already known that, like, hey, you can't do that. You, you can't have a majority of people over 50% belong to one group. But this one is saying, like, oh, yeah, you only need, like, um, 23% of the mining power or something like that. And then so, you use whatever this guy is talking about, and it can break the Bitcoin mining. Yet again, don't invest in this currency. It's not a currency. It... it uh... God, it's not legally protected. It doesn't actually exist. I mean, money doesn't actually exist anyway, but this exists even less than money does. Yeah, at one point, a dollar bill actually could equal a certain amount of gold. It's like you could actually trade your dollar bill in and get its equivalent amount. Yes, but we haven't been able to do that since the 30s. Yeah. Then the dollar bill, the value of the dollar bill is only the value of the dollar bill that I put on it doesn't have any actual physical value. It's ridiculous. Right. But my point is that this currency is not under the government control. And while I'm not totally for government control, uh, in the case of currency, yeah, that's kind of one of the purposes of government. 
to set regulations so the money I know I have will be worth what I think it's worth. Yeah, because what, what's going to stop the guy who like developed Bitcoin from just turning around and turning it off? Very true, or especially the fact that at some point there is going to be no more new Bitcoins, quote-unquote, minted or mined or whatever it's called. Right. So there's going to be a finite number of them in the world, and then the value is just going to go crazy, like it already does, just on a bigger scale. Yep. Oh, Bitcoin, so silly. So stupid. Okay, shall we move on to the random review? Sounds good. My turn. Yay. And I'm taking Dave's idea and doing Plants vs. Zombies 2. Yay. Oh. (laughs) Wait. Oh. Plants vs. Zombies 2, now on Android. Yay. You could have gotten it on your iOS device many moons ago. Boo. But it's finally on Android. Yay. <laughs> it has a lot of the same plants versus zombies notion, so that's good. You, you still plant plants. Yes. They still fight zombies. Yes. But now you're a time-traveling friend of Dave who really wants a taco. And so somehow he goes back to ancient Egypt. And for some reason there are zombies attacking. Yes. That's never explained, by the way. No. Like, I can go. I can go with the whole idea of, like, hey, you're currently under attack by zombies. But then you travel through time and there are more zombies. Yeah, I don't... uh, There's not really... There's a little bit of a story in Plants vs. Zombies, but it doesn't... The the story is there are plants, there are zombies, they fight. Right. This is even less than that, though. Yeah. And so there's the ancient Egypt level and there's... uh, Pirates. Pirates, the Wild West, which add a little bit of variety to the things. But a majority of the time, I plant sunflowers, I plant walnuts, I plant spike weeds, and I plant those uh, boxing whatever they are. And it's like those four plants, and I have beaten a majority of the game using just those four plants. Good. Have you gone back and done, like, the challenge levels? Yes. And majority of the time, I plant those four plants. Very nice. So... I don't know if I have just become like the Plants vs. Zombies say, uh, savant. savant, and I can just, you know, just do it with those four. Or if the game is fundamentally broken. Yes. I'm not sure yet. I'll have to figure that out. I'm going with the latter. Probably. Um, the one issue I, I have with this game. Outside of the fact that it will eat your battery alive. Destroys your battery. So the two issues I have with this game. <laughs> It destroys your battery. Like, totally, absolutely, 100% destroys your battery. And there's no save. There's no cloud save. You know, I didn't notice that. So I had to to reset my phone to an earlier image I had of it because I tried to do something silly. And all of my progress, all of my progress was lost. So if you had spent money to buy, you know, plants... Or keys. Yep. It would have been gone. Yep. Well, ain't that great. And I think I glitched out the game. Oh, that's even better. I don't have a pea shooter. What? I started the game with no pea shooter. That's not right. That's... The first three levels I had to play with sunflowers, walnuts, and potato mines. (laughs) Oh! So if you want to try hard mode, Andy... (laughs) Wow. Go do that. That would that would take some planning and some skill. I, I was able to do it. I got up to the point where now I've got the, the lettuce launcher thing. 
Oh, the cabbage pulp? Yeah, which is the equivalent of the, the uh, pea shooter. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm good there now, but yeah, play those first couple levels with just sunflowers, potatoes, and walnuts. What are your thoughts on the power-ups? I like them. <laughs> I needed them to get through those first couple levels. Yeah, those... Uh, not worth buying them. No. Don't buy those. Don't buy the keys. Don't buy anything. Just play the game and be good. The Wild West levels are a little funky because you have these little mine carts mm-hmm. where you can slide the plants up and down the screen. Ooh. Except you cannot plant on the tracks. Oh. So an entire row gets Is cut taken off. taken away. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a little harder. Yeah. So it's starting to actually get a little bit more difficult now, but... Better than the dudes with the torches who just walk up to your plants. And poof, there goes your plant. Yep. That's what, you have to use the iceberg lettuce for that one. Yep. There's, there's no other way around it. You see those guys and you're like, well, I have to waste a plant on this thing. Yep. That or I get a lot of uh, corn and hopefully the butter pats will slow them down enough to destroy them. Boomerangs. Boomerangs. So many boomerangs. <laughs> so it's a fun game. It's free. Like we it said, is free as long as you don't buy anything. Yeah, just just don't buy anything. If you can somehow just turn off anything that might even come close to you accidentally hitting a buy button. Yep. You don't have to buy anything. I feel like the game is... I feel like if you started buying things, you would progress too quickly in the game before you actually got Good a strategy enough. down. So you get to the harder levels and you'd be like, I'm dying left and right. I have to spend I, more money. I guess I have to keep buying things. I think that's the point, though. Yeah. Okay. So it's free. So there isn't really a question of whether you should buy it. There is a question of whether it's worth your time. The answer is yes. It's plants versus zombies. It is worth your time. It's just make sure you're near a power outlet. Yes. You have some sort of power source. Holy crap, it drains your battery. Uh I thought Ingress was bad. This is worse. Random topic. Random topic. I rolled ahead of time. Of course you did. Well, I always roll ahead of time. That's my point. Go on. That's my little spick. Go on. Okay. What invention would the world be better off without and why? If you could turn back time. And not fight zombies. And not fight zombies. And Has stop. there been any invention that... Would be... The world would be better with off without. Would it be weird just to say the gun? I don't know if we'd be better off without it. I mean, people would still fight. Yes, people would still fight. And gun leads to propulsion, leads to rockets, leads to GPS and space exploration. Yeah, space travel and such. So that wouldn't work. Right. I mean, maybe. so maybe look at the other way. Gunpowder could be the invention. The gun doesn't necessarily need to be. The invention of using small metal projectiles traveling at extremely high rates of speed towards to, people to pierce other people <laughs> yeah and animals too because man yeah, how quickly how quickly did the gun wipe out the buffalo very <laughs> extremely fast but like you said yeah guns led to space programs right and you know buffalo being slaughtered was sad but led to sustaining a large population well, a majority of the time, not a lot of the buffalo was actually used. Yeah, I know, because it was stupid people. Stupid old people. <laughs> Destroying the world. Uh, I mean, oil refinery, kind of important here for, for our way of life. Maybe fracking. 
I'm having a hard time coming up with anything, Andy. What invention would the better world be better without? I feel like something that I don't know if there was anything that made it easier to get oil. But we need the oil. <laughs> I know, but if oil was harder to come by, then we have we'd already gotten just farther. Be spending o- money on gas. Okay, so gas would have been more expensive, but do you think that would have driven more alternate fuel technologies quicker? Um, maybe. Like, if the oil crisis in 1970 but, but had been a sustained oil crisis... Could we I, could we definitively say the world would be better because of that? I don't know. Maybe we would have gone nuclear a lot earlier and then probably had more trouble with things like Chernobyl and Three Mile Island and such. And Fukushima. And, oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I'm having a hard time coming up with a technology or uh, other invention that... If it hadn't been discovered or created, we'd be better off. What about mustard gas? Is there any positive aspect of mustard gas? As a nerve agent? Yeah. I mean, there has to be. I think that was only invented just to kill people. I don't think there was any positive aspect of that. Hang on. Positive results of mustard gas. Really? There's a website about that? No, there's no direct website about that. Poisoning, long-term effects, poisoning, poisoning. Yeah, it looks like mustard gas. Well, (laughs) I mean, except that without mustard gas, maybe World War I would have turned out entirely different. Mm, True. And not necessarily in a a good way for the world. True. Granted, the way that World War I kind of It was not a good thing for the world to begin with, yes. No. See, when I, whenever I look at this, though, of, like, how would you change history, I, I always look at Voltaire and be like, this is the best of all possible worlds. People could spend their whole lives playing the what-if game, and that's, right. not, that's not good. Better to take what you've got and find ways to improve it. Yeah, you cannot change the past. It's physically impossible. Physics gets a little cloudy there. Yes, but yes, I know the whole time. But in our current state, you cannot change the past. Right. You can learn from it. And not repeat it. And hopefully not repeat it. Yep. But you cannot change it. There we go. What what invention would we be better off without time travel? <laughs> that way we wouldn't have questions like these. You just, you're just not allowed to think about it. Just won't work. Yep. No time travel. Nope. Just off the table completely. Right. I might just go with mustard gas, though, because like I said, I would love if somebody could point out to me a positive aspect of mustard gas. A positive result of mustard gas. So something that because of experiments with mustard gas, that improved people's lives. Hans, I'm putting you on the case because you're probably going to do it anyway. There we go. There we go. All right. Well, on that wonderful happy note. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. Mustard gas. Mm. Okay. See you later. All right. That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.